0: foster confident and fulfilled owners of happy and healthy alpacas and i hope that's you so this week uh we're still talking babies and just giving you an update on what's been happening in the valley with the alpacas etc and i hope you enjoy Starting to find that walking you can hear things, you're starting to crunch some dry leaves. I think it's mainly because of the dry weather, we're starting to lose some of the leaves early, but we are at that time of year where it starts to happen. There's a bit of end of season, start of new season feel about things. It's a funny shift between the two, but there's definitely something going on, there is some change some change at foot, some change happening seen more fungi growing fruiting bodies of various some mushrooms but some toadstools subtle difference I know and it's the kind of the tail end of the fruitful season so we've got a lot of blackberries not all of them black yet but they're moving that way We've had the blackcurrants. Well, I say we. The blackbirds enjoyed most of the blackcurrants. I did pinch a few as I walked past. The girl's over on the the bank above the, the lake. Enjoying some grazing. It's not too hot today. Well, it's hot today, but it's not too sunny today. They've been using the trees and sheltering from the direct sun, which has been good. It's interesting to know what it is that you're seeing. (laughs) These little things that you notice and don't notice. We've been hearing a lot of foxes at night. Um, some of them really like. There's a a UK um, TV program which is a, called Midsummer Murders, and uh, it's obviously the the worst place in the in the country for a living because all these people keep, keep keep getting murdered. So you don't want to live there. But anyway, you'd understand the the principle of the thing. And um, they always play the sound of a of a kind of a calling or a screaming fox just to let you know that you're in the countryside. (laughs) This is the kind of signature sound they use. You don't hear it all the time at all. And sometimes, at this time of year, is when you do hear them. And they're really quite noisy. I've got someone who's piqued their interest just by sitting down on the edge of where they were. So Tabitha's coming to see me. Hello, Tabitha. Yeah, hello. I'm not sure about this. What's he doing? So we've uh, seen little in terms of direct seeing of the fox, but we have seen evidence, seen the, the places where they, often on a stone or somewhere, that they'll, they'll produce a marking territory, kind of, so they'll, they'll leave a little pile. And it's got a lot of fruit seeds in it at the moment, so obviously that's what they're eating. And we hear the sounds of them. But we, we had a, a dead heron, which we found in the car park the other day. It's very strange. Um, quite sure what's what, what would actually take a heron, what would actually kill a heron, I don't know. It could have been that they, they'd been fighting or something and got injured. But anyway, whatever the reason, we have a dead heron. But it seemed to be in a strange place. It could be that the, the fox kind of scavenged a bit and drugged it somewhere, then got disturbed., oh, more hen. So I'm now being stared at by Gwentlian, who is last year's baby from Hermione. She can't quite work out what is going on, what she's sitting. She wants to look at my feet now. She's staring at my feet. So they're nicely relaxed, and there's a whole whole part of them, sadly, just after the recording the day after um, last episode, and I'd mentioned the alpaca's career that we had and mentioned Rebecca um, sadly we we lost her overnight, and she hadn't been doing too well. I did mention I was watching her and she was seemed to be feeding but but it was Talia again, and she lost her career last year well last year it was fly strike between the toes which is so unusual Uh, and this year no real reason no real cause that we could identify and then just the cooler temperature colder temperature overnight was just slightly too much for the little body and she she didn't make it really tricky um so is it something to do with talia and her milk or feeding or the kind of career that she produces. So you're seeing something and you're trying to interpret it, trying to make sense of it, but it's not automatic connection between one thing and another. So it's tricky to know, do we try again or do we leave? her? Well, we're not going to be mating till the spring anyway, the earliest. It's too late in the year now. So, yeah, hmm tricky one. We shall see. Hello, Nidian. you come to work out what I'm doing. Thank you. He's a tricky one, this one, because he's so bright and inquisitive and a bit pushy. And he's got the makings of being a a slight problem if he doesn't maintain boundaries. So I'm quite happy that he skips away. But uh, quite pleased that he comes and explores. So poor little Rebecca was only four or five days old, five days old and that's just one of those things and then, after you stopped beating yourself up was there something that you could have done to stop it prevent it to have noticed it what could you have done differently what could you have done even if you had seen it if there was anything to see it's just one of those difficult situations it wasn't clear and we'd already started watching her but it obviously wasn't enough perhaps if i'd kept her in overnight hmm but I don't know. You can't do that, really. So you do the best you can, and you make sure that you learn from every loss like that to prevent something from the future. So I've been checking all the toes this year, making sure there wasn't any bits of membrane left between the toes of the the career, so we didn't end up with a situation where we could get fly strike again. The likelihood is really low, but <laughs> you know what it's like. You've got to be paranoid. So a little bit of paranoia is good for you, I think. A little bit of caution a little bit of concern but don't let it take over so near who has little stefan um stefan is a lovely sweetie he is pretty small see compared to the others uh he's a real oh how do you describe him tactile i think he's a real leaner um, oh no, Lena's one of the one of the other girls. No, that's confusing, isn't it? Sorry. So he does lean up against Nia. He wants to be in touch. The, the other day, we I saw him and he was lying down and just stretching out and putting his his foot against her. um And he does that all the time. And the other day, he was lying next to her but leaning up <laughs> onto, onto the to her side and resting his his head right up higher up onto to her face. He just he loves being in contact, and she she really appreciates it too. It's so the, all the, the different characteristics and it's very interesting to know what is it that is n- nature and therefore genetic in origin and what is nurture and therefore environment or experience or being taught by the other alpacas. I'm not sure that um, they're old enough to have learned things. Oh no, that's not true. I think they are. But some of this behaviour is definitely a kind of a, a tendency. He he leans towards leaning, does Stefan. So he's already doing that. That can be clear with some of them. Sometimes it's 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 not. But the boys are definitely playing like boys, particularly Nidian and Myrig, and they they rushing around. But but they're all now to the to the age. They're not just a day or two old. They're they're now running around a lot and playing and and happy to be slightly independent but not too far away. <laughs> Poor old old Wenna. Ellie is, is just such, she's a good mum, but she's she's not that fussed with having tight apron strings. She doesn't want, <laughs> she doesn't want a, a little one around her all the time. And certainly not when she's feeding, thank you very much. So little old Wenna, uh, she's doing all right. She's doing all right, but <laughs> she's a little bit on the small side because she's come from Ellie. Ellie's very compact, and her offspring tend to be, last last year was little hunnith, little dit. Um, that's a, Little dit's a Welsh word, just means small. It's an affectionate kind of term for a little thing, a little one. So dit. So therefore, all when it's going to be small. And uh, there's a little bit of the, on the fleece that's a little bit straight. So particularly on the main part of the body to the lower part. Um, I think it's going to change as she gets a bit older, but at the moment it's it's very definitely there, which is useful because you can identify, because they're very similar colours. They're all a little bit off-white, apart from Tabitha. Now, Tabitha's nice and bright white. That's Roslyn's baby. A long time waiting for that one. She's uh, definitely found her legs and she's she wanders around, but she stands out very bright white. And they're working well together, the mum and... And Tabitha, that's good. And the others, we've got some very definite, I mean, uh, Pearl is such a beautiful color they I've got these this markings on the top of the head, so Myrig is a bit whiter, with a darker on, on his ears. He's got really ginger, there's a lot of ginger around the ears and eyebrows and, and things, which is really some really pretty alpacas this year. So the last three that we're watching, we're kind of moving to the point of giving up on but just keeping an eye just in case. But there's no sign. Uh, Amelia particularly, she talks to her baby for two weeks before she gives birth. And there's just no sign of that this time around. So I, I uh, she looks a little bit wide sometimes. But she looked really wide last year before she gave birth. And she's just not that big now. So I think probably she's not pregnant and not going to give birth. Rona, no signs. She's just developing fleece <laughs> so she looks a bit filler more filled out but i think it's fleece it's not there's no side but little olwyn now she's an interesting one the behavior there she tends to take herself off a bit more but then she is millie's daughter so maybe that's part of that as well i don't know so we just keep watching um but less intently And as always, as I was saying at the beginning, we see these things. What do we interpret? How do we interpret these things? What are we recognising? What are we seeing? What are we not seeing, but seeing evidence of? And occasionally you'll see someone who's got, not the droppings, but really loose. And you kind of go, okay, which one is that? Because we got a group of um, 34. Altogether. Unless you've seen who produced the the offending offensive article, uh, it's difficult to work out who who's got the, the problem. So again, all of this is spending time watching, spending time around, recognizing what's normal. What are you picking up there? What on earth is that? <laughs> One of them has picked up. I think it's a hmm. Looks like a little plastic bag, like a bag of crisps or something that survived and come back to the surface. And uh, when she puts that down, I shall go and rescue that. She's having a little play with it. And there's a little group of them now sat under the tree where the, there's a little rolling spot. So they're, the Kriya are kind of gathered there. And the girls have moved down a bit further. They're a bit obviously disturbed by me sitting here talking. <laughs> but... Um, so we got that fenced off where Millie got in. We got the other bit down the other end fenced off now. And uh, our Talia was, when I was doing that, Talia was coming and she was just, oh, she was, poor old Talia, she, she went hunting. She looked at me accusingly and was hum, you know, hmm, hmm, after the baby. I'd left the, the baby with her for a lot longer than I often would do. I found this seems to be better for them to settle. And they do go through this, this kind of grieving process and it does affect the whole of the, the group, the herd, all get a bit subdued, they know. Talia was, was around and then she actually followed all the routes that they were doing the day before. When did she last see her baby? So she went to all the different places and she followed the route that they'd followed the day before um, and along the silt pond and along and round and up onto the terraces and then back along to the car park and into the field and then back again and round. And she did it about three or four times, right the way around the valley, looking for her baby. And she was a bit off and really calling and stuff for a long, quite a lot of the time for a few days, but it's, it's she's settled. She's still not, she still looks at me like she's asking a question. And I don't know whether that's, is it just me that's <laughs> interpreting it that way? Hmm. Maybe. So that's that's a bit of a sad kind of thing. It's part of the thing of of keeping animals. Unfortunately, the more you've got, the more likelihood is that, that you're going to have a problem one way or another somewhere. So we do what we can. We avoid. Okay, that's a couple of more hens on the lake. They're just chuntering at each other because. One, ch- they chased, one chased the other one off, and then they were just arguing about which <laughs> which one was in the right. My bit of the lake. We had a call the other day, and it was the uh, sparrowhawk. We heard it again up near the house yesterday, which was interesting. Couldn't see where it was, but we heard it. So we were clearing Gorse this morning, and that was the first time the babies had an experience of hearing and seeing the tractor. And that was, uh, that was interesting. <laughs> they were okay, but they were giving a bit of a wide berth, and they kind of ran, but realised that the adults weren't running, so it wasn't too much of a problem. So season change coming, and down where Rita is in Australia, then it's actually coming into spring And we're just here tipping over into autumn. Well, there is plenty going on. Some of it feels like it's in slow motion, but there are things for us to be watching out for, things for us to be doing, and there's always something of interest in one corner or the other. So if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.